Hey guys, it's Bradley. I want to tell you about Ascend. Ascend is not just another premium finance company. Ascend will solve all of your agency bill problems through automation of invoicing, premium financing, carrier payables, all the way to the end of the workflow. There's a lot of hidden costs with how you're doing business today. AMSs, CRMs can spend more than half the day chasing down payments, following up on non-pays, getting signatures for financing docs. This leads to an overworked, overwhelmed, unhappy team. And guys, you want your team to be happy. Industry's hard enough as it is. We really need them to be happy. As your agency grows, this issue gets worse and worse. And we typically solve the problem with a little bit of software, but a ton of manpower still involved. With Ascend, you can use a software first solution and just need a little bit of manpower, allowing you to grow without significant increase in overhead. Ascend automates all of these repetitive payment processes so your team can get back to helping your clients. With Ascend, we've seen non-payment cancellations in our agency go down up to 95%. Teams save more than 20 hours per month when they work with Ascend and an average of a 75% decrease in payment-related customer questions. Guys, if people aren't calling your office with questions, you have more time to sell and grow your agency. Visit useascend.com backslash insurance, guys. Guys, Ascend makes agency bill as easy as direct bill, but you keep all of the benefits of agency bill the best of both worlds. Thanks, guys. Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast, powered by Hawksoft. God, I love Hawksoft. My name is Scott Howell, your fearless host and leader, insurance agency owner and insurance evangelist for iProtect Insurance and Financial Services, based out of Huntsville, Alabama. And before we get started on today's episode, please help me welcome... He is a six foot three sophomore from Mobile, Alabama. Parade first team All American, rivals five star recruit. He is a fantastic insurance agent and a great American. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and welcome my friend, Mr. Bradley Flowers. How are you, Bradley? I'm running on about three hours of sleep, mm. and I have five podcasts to do mm. and an accounting meeting after that. Mm. So. Uh, Bradley, I got I got something I need to tell you. It's on my heart, and I need to tell you something. Okay. Never told you this before. I get up this morning. I get my my Toyota Sienna minivan to drive over here. I plug into Waze Portal Insurance, Mobile, Alabama, point eight miles from where I'm staying. Please don't check, tell me it took you to somewhere else. I get down. It, t- it takes me to Government Street. Turn right on Government Street. I turn right on Government Street. I go down another about a half mile. I get to uh, the Burger King on my left. Burger King's on my left. At the exact moment that I got to Burger King, my way says, you are 0.5 miles from Portal Insurance uh light skinned thumbs up <laughs> light skinned thumbs up portal insurance it's, and i thought oh my gosh bradley flowers somehow some way in the directions if you plug in portal insurance when you are 0.5 miles away is going to say you are 0.5 miles away from light skinned <laughs> Thumbs up, portal insurance. Let me explain. (laughs) So you're going to love the way this story starts. Good Lord, that's funny. You and Seth are going to absolutely love the way this story starts. You ready? Please. I'm I'm pins and needles over here, Bradley. Freaking Chris Parody. My my Nazi brother. Go ahead. Tell (laughs) tell everybody what you've done, Bradley. Chris Parody. So if you look up Parody. So insurance on Google has a thumbs up. This is the craziest shit I've ever heard. How on God's green did that happen? Bradley can't even tell the story. He's laughing so hard. Uh, by the way, guys, this is literally just a mistake, I'm sure, in the algorithm that's caused this. But it may be one of those things it takes like the 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 Secretary of the State of the United States of America to get changed. Chris, I don't know. Chris Paradiso on his Google. It's literally crying right now. <laughs> You are 0.5 miles away from light skin, thumbs up, portal insurance. <laughs> we probably need to change that. So 
Chris Paradiso. Yeah. Gave it a thumbs up. He, no, 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 no. For a while, and I don't know if he still got it like that, when you looked up Paradiso Insurance on Google, on his Google business page, he didn't have it on there anymore. There was a thumbs up emoji mm. at the end of it. Sure. And I asked him, I was like, why do you have that thumbs up? And he's like, it's kind of like the verified badge. Even though it's not a verified, it, it, it makes our Google page stand out. Hmm. It's a it's an eye catcher. That, so by the way, it does. Yeah, yeah. it really does make it. <laughs> yeah, it does. So so on our Google page, we have Portal Insurance thumbs up. It happens to be a light skinned, and, and it must have just audibly read out the name of the emoji. Yeah, and that's one of the funniest things that's ever happened. And I don't even know that we can publish this or not without people getting the wrong idea. I know it's crazy. But anyway, it's it's an emoji just to like. But the fact that it's reading that out, I probably need to change that. Because people oh, get to roll. Gosh, that's the funniest thing that we've ever said on this podcast. Because it was just, it was like I'm driving, and I, I just, from a landmark standpoint, knew that when it started talking, I was right next to the Burger King. That has no relevance to the story <laughs> except for the landmark. And then it starts saying that, and I look at my phone like, "What the hell is going on right now?" And I thought, "Damn, I got to tell Bradley that, but I want to wait till we get on the podcast to yeah, tell him because that's just... I appreciate you waiting to get on the podcast <laughs> so to tell me. Funny that. guys, we've got a we've got a very special show for you today. We've got a lot of breaking news that's happening in the insurance industry today. Today is June the twelfth. Is that right, Bradley? Yeah, June the twelfth. We've got a lot of breaking news going on." Uh, some of which Bradley and I are going to announce, and you will have already heard by the time this podcast comes out. But today, we have a very special breaking news episode with my friend and great American, Mr. Seth Zaremba with Neon. You know when Seth's coming on here, there's something good that's about Something to be. big's about to happen. And I've got a story to tell relative to his breaking news today that I want to share with everybody. You know, normally, Bradley, I do a introduction for every guest and i have one for seth here but i'm about to ball it up and throw it in the garbage because i want to just say what i've got on my heart on my heart today just go ahead and prepare yourself seth he's going to cry I'm very emotional he is today. off of his prozac today mm. I, I will say he is originally from cleveland ohio and currently resides in cleveland ohio he is married to the beautiful jennifer and they have three beautiful children sophia age 20 Hooper, age 18, and Charlie, age 16. Guys, do me a favor. Won't you do me a favor? Y'all are old enough to listen to this podcast. Your dad has probably done as much in this insurance industry as any man that I know. You should be very proud of him and his accomplishments and what he continues to accomplish in this industry. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go up to him and hug, hug his neck and tell him how much you love him and how proud you are of him because you should be very, very proud of, of him. And that'd mean a lot to me if you did that. And I know it would mean a lot to him. So listen to this right now and then go do that for me. It'd mean a lot to me if you did that. Now then, I want to wad this up and say this. There are not many people in this insurance industry that I look up to that I trust impeccably. If you want to talk about an industry where He's one of the good guys, you know, in any industry you work in, doesn't matter, accounting, acting, uh, the NFL, if you, whatever, the, you you have good, good guys and guys that have a reputation for being not so good. The guy on this podcast today, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the good guys. And if he tells me to do something, I try to my dead level best to do it. But I just think so much of him in terms of the human being that he is more so than anything else. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is my profound honor today to bring on my friend, Mr. Seth Zaremba. How are you, Seth? Homer Simpson, yellow thumb is up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> we yeah. probably should change it to a yellow thumb. <laughs> yeah, yellow thumb. I just figure, I just figure, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to play it right down the middle and play to the Simpsons. Because like the Simpsons is a safe spot for all of us. Yeah, so, safe zone. yellow thumbs up emoji, brother. How you yeah. doing? Oh man, I'm doing I'm doing great. Thank you for being on today. We've got a lot to talk about. Just saw you for a brief moment out in Utah. I did listen to your presentation on Neon and how Neon can help these agents in a lot of areas and metrics of uh, determining what's working and what's not working in your agency. Talk a little bit about that. In fact, let's just start there. 
you know, the mission of this podcast never changes. It's to help insurance agents any way we can. Talk a little bit about that presentation and give everybody kind of a a 30,000 foot view of what you talked about during that presentation. They were not able to be there. Let's, let's kind of put them in the room with you for a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, so Paradiso got a, a bunch of hitters, yo. I mean, those yep. are some strap hitters in there. So anytime you get in a room full of hitters like that, it's kind of makes you a little bit nervous. That's why I wasn't there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and trying to show them uh, the new metrics around agency performance. Uh, I, I would say the vast majority of my career, people have got up there and given me KPIs of which they knew nothing about or were not possibly measurable. Or if they did, it's something that our grandparents argued about. And so uh, everything else in the world has changed. And so has agency data and what you can do with it and what you should be doing with it. And so that was a presentation, uh, especially around carrier relationships, my, por my portion. And what I was trying to illustrate through real live agency data is that agency Agents stuck in the middle between a customer's expectation of what 21st century looks like, a uh, service looks like, and carriers' uh, 10 year technical revolution cycle on technology, maybe, um, leaves us in the middle trying to figure all this stuff out. And increasingly, what the data shows us inside of Neon is more and more is being pushed on the agent. That has a cost. And so, in that particular presentation, I was highlighting two data points that are, are game changers. One, the amount of money time that is being spent quoting and second how much time is being spent and money is being spent servicing on things like ad remove items off of our our insurance policies and so the data was very clear that unless we figure out how to use systems to reduce the the expense on those things we're, we're never going anywhere and it's the reason you see two-thirds of the industry not being able to scale it's not because they're not smart it's not because they don't want to i tell agents all the time it's not your fault the system is rigged against us, and if you don't start playing better, uh, you're gonna get you're gonna get lapped. And so that presentation was an opportunity to show real live data to really smart agents about how they should be thinking about what they do and how they do it. So, what, what's something you you guys are what three years in now from from being launched? You know, data is one of those things that yeah, you get data right away, but I feel like it's 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 almost like like a fine wine. The, the 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 more data you have for the longer, the better it is and the more curated it is. What's been one thing, and I've wanted to ask you this for a while, and I think I asked Pat this the other day, but like what's what who's somebody we actually should have on the show as well? But what's the most like surprising thing you've come across? It's just like, wow, I did not expect that. Yeah. Uh, well, it's interesting. So July will be 24 months uh, with live product. So okay. we launched right before a pandemic, which wasn't good for business. <laughs> um, great, great timing. Ask about that. Um, but no, we've been, we'll be, we'll be, so we're right around 22, 23 months live with product and learning on that. And so we've created over seven and a half million insurance transactions. And I would say the one thing that I've learned, and maybe you know this, but couldn't always prove it, is we don't get paid to sell insurance. So whenever a carrier rep or a carrier relationship comes in and says, why aren't you selling more insurance? The data clearly shows that we are not compensated or paid to sell insurance. We get paid to do tasks and follow-ups. If you look at uh, over 7 million insurance transactions inside the NEON CRM, you will see that the vast majority, 5 million of those are follow-up tasks, which means we got paid to sell something once upon a time. We're now servicing it uh, oftentimes at a loss. And all we're doing is using our systems and humans to set reminders, to check to see if download came in, to check to see if the policy was issued, to check to call the underwriter back, to set a reminder to see if the adjuster got the claim filed. And that's all we're doing. And the data is very clear on that. So if we can look at our individual organizations and the channel as a whole and acknowledge that we have pushed so much on the independent agent, not sales then we can have a better conversation about how we transform independent agents into the sales organizations that we should be. And I would remind everybody that there is only one person in this whole GD channel that wakes up every day and wants to go sell something. And it's the independent agent. We should just let them. Right. Hey, Seth, by the way, I still need to have you down to Huntsville to show you what we're doing in our agency that's skewing our numbers so much in and neon because was, yeah. he was supposed to come that day that all the airports shut down right 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 yeah 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 he was yeah. i think you the faa like, stopped me from seeing scott yeah right they sure did absolutely not have you know what happened is 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 joe biden sent right. a message to the secretary of state that we cannot right. have these two guys in the same room not happening today not happening the data will be too powerful, the powerful. of the industry 
Hey, hey, Seth, I want I want these agents to turn the volume up because uh, on their radio right now because you told a story out in Utah of a request for proposal that you sent out relative. And if you don't want to talk about this on the podcast, that's fine. But I know it would really pique the interest of a lot of independent agency owners listening to this related to the request for proposal that you sent out to some of the blue blood carriers related to your own service work and your agency. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, yeah. So we've been operating on neon since uh, inception, right? So we've had a really good chance to look at uh, service amounts, volumes, cost, all the stuff in margin uh, that, that has really been cooked into our product. And so when an agent comes on neon, they're getting real live data from fellow agents on that piece of it. And so um, we recently uh, started looking at our service product, not just as something that we do inside of an agency, but we started looking at uh, service as something we do collectively. So NEON standardizes the 22 things that a CSR does and the five things a producer does, right? And so if you think about the way we were built, we were built to aggregate all that. So inside of your agency, Scott, or badly inside of yours, you might do five or 10,000 service requests, right? And you're trying to figure out how to scale that benefits, rent, pay, raises, vacations, all of that stuff. Very, very hard to do on a small sample size. And so uh, this year we went out and said, hey, listen, let's take all service requests together. Let's bundle them in a package and let's have people start bidding on what it costs to service those things, right? And so now if you take Scott's 5,000s, if you take Bradley's 5,000s, and you take my 5,000, that's 15,000 requests standardized on Neon. Now we should be able to service those things at a lower cost, right? And so we were out to carrier service centers and out to, to VAs and to the industry to say, hey, listen, what would you do to service our stuff at a lower cost? And, and keep in mind that we've been had a chance to look at each CSR, each service request, each VA working inside of Neon and have a really good sense of what the cost per transaction is. And so going out to market and talking to not just carriers, but to VA marketplace saying, hey, what could you do this request? If you got 500,000 of these requests, what would your cost be on that? And because we know inside of Neon, the average cost is 26 bucks per transaction. Inside of Zinc, it's like 19 bucks per transaction. What could you do if I brought you 500,000 of these requests from all agents? And it was really cool to see, as I shared with you, that you know our first one came back is we could do it at $6.50. So think about that. It's costing us 30 to $50 to do it because we're doing it our own way. We're doing it on our own set of uh, margins. Now collectively brought together in product form, we can now bring that to marketplace and service things at at under you know 10 bucks and we see that with with apis and and carrier connections going down into the single dollar two dot one dollar two dollar request for stuff like that so we are focused on using crm to drive the cost of service down so we can increase margin on what we do inside agencies and inside the industry yeah and i don't know if you can share this on the podcast or not but the leader in the clubhouse of the i don't know how many you sent out yeah I believe you said, and I'll I'll edit this out if you need me to. But I believe, uh, if I remember, you said that uh, nationwide insurance was the 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 leader at coming back at two hundred fifty thousand dollars total price to do that work. Is that correct? Yeah. So I I what I would say about nation what I could say about nationwide is they're uniquely uh, capable of servicing uh, through technology. Um. So if you think about them, they were a direct writer. So they had to do a lot of stuff between the customer, between the agent uh, and internal. So they had to build systems to move processes between multiple systems. Independent carriers have never had to do that. So the ecosystem that they build is an API empowered ecosystem that's meant to move information from multiple parties very efficiently. So if you take an organization like that, and if you can connect it into a distribution system like Neon, it's a pretty powerful combination. And so I guess it well illustrates that some small investments of internal capability connected to independent agents in the right way could lower everybody's cost of transaction. Because you think about it, if it costs you and I 25 bucks to do something, chances are with carrier compensation and retirement and all of that stuff, it's probably costing them 50 bucks. And so I think that particular relationship shows the possibility of agents and carriers connected around common requests of customers and lowering each other's cost per transaction. That's pretty cool. I hope you guys listen to that. That's uh could, you know, I think that's all information that helps us as independent agents understand kind of where the future goes with this. And I know in my own agency, 
through our relationship with uh, with J- Jacob over at Adapt API and him having all of our login credentials for all of our downloaded carriers, uh, carriers that download, he's able to do a lot of really cool robotic automations to help us make sure that everything's where it's supposed to be, that the automations that we've set up for, say, late pay, all that stuff's in when it's supposed to be in. It's all getting updated every day. Uh, this the, the robotic automation side of this house combined with your agency's ability to create automations can be a deadly combination to reduce expenses across the board if you're able to set up automations that a human being doesn't even have to to touch anything and it's going out via text, email, phone call, whatever. Well, um, can really reduce the cost of those transactions. Bradley, I'll, I'll tell you something funny. Uh, I'm in a, a group message with a bunch of insurance agents yesterday and somebody brought up the whole Trump classified document thing that's going on sure. right now. And the, the whole group is just like, I look at my phone and it's like on fire mm. of people arguing and I waited till just the right moment where it kind of settled down. And I said, I just want all my carriers to download. <laughs> I don't care who has what documents right. and whose bathroom they're in. Yeah, and uh, I just want all my carriers. I ain't got time for that bullshit. <laughs> hey, Seth, I want to talk a little bit about our breaking news today. And before we do, I want to tell you and Bradley, uh, make you a statement because uh, it dovetails into what you're about to talk about. So when I joined uh, Nationwide as a captive agent in 2010, for a period of time, probably five years through 2015, we had, which I believe State Farm has as of today and has always had for for some period of time, a secret shopper list. You literally Mm -hmm. log into the Nationwide uh, VPN and you could go to the home screen click on the blue hyperlink for secret shopper every morning and it would populate a list. And if you did it every day, it was usually a list of anywhere from one person up to say five people that were in your book of business as an active client that through Lexus Nexus, they had popped as shopping for insurance. And so what I would do is I would come in every morning, turn my computer on, auto-populate that list, click on the blue hyperlink for their name, pick up the phone or, or dial their number on my, hey, my desk Johnson, phone, and I would say, about you over the weekend. Ms. Johnson, I am so glad you answered the phone. This is Scott Howell over here at uh, Scott Howell. And at that time, we were Scott Howell and Associates. It's Scott Howell, Scott Howell and Associates. What are you, you doing today? You wore a brown suit to work every day back then. Uh-uh. I wore a, a – basically, I wore the I'm uh, with you. State Farm – what's the kids uh, – Joe Smith and Associates na- is like – w- for the Venn diagram of insurance agency yeah. names, Joe Smith and Associates is like the biggest – Right, right, right. Sorry. No, I, I'd wear the, I wore the wool pleated – Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wool – yeah, here's my day. Here's what I would wear every day. The wool pleated, like Sansabel looking pants with the like uh can't remember the loafer penny name. loafers. Yeah, not penny loafers, but they were a little nicer than that. And then I had the golf shirt on every oh, yeah. every day, every day. Because in Alabama it never really gets cold. I bet you look like a tank. I look that. like a damn insurance agent. <laughs> what I look like. Anyway, Miss Jones, this is Scott Howell. I was just sitting here thinking about you. And I just wanted to see how you were doing. How's everything going? Good, 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 good. Is there anything I can help you with? Well, Scott, I, I'm so glad you called. That's usually what they'd say. I'm so glad you called. I, uh, I was a little bit upset because we got our renewal last month and our insurance went up $3 and 16 cents. And, uh, I called state farm last week and they still hadn't gotten back with me, but I'd really like, I'm, I wanted them to get, get a quote for me. And I cannot tell you how many customers I saved doing the secret shopper list. And then about 2015, I believe, somewhere in that time frame, Nationwide came out and they said, look, guys, 
uh, this secret shopper list through Nexus Lexus is very expensive, very expensive. And we've done a study and only 21% of our total agency force is using it. Therefore, we are eliminating it effective July the 15th, 2015. And and it was gone. And I never was able to use it again. By the way, we're going independent. Yeah. <laughs> so Let's just gloss over yeah. that. So I just set up the table for you, Seth. I set the table for you. Go ahead and talk about the mobile shopping alert that is now going to be available on Neon. Yeah, so... What the way I picture that is Miss Johnson would say, uh, I, oh, Scott, I was just fixing to call you, right? Which they were not fixing to do anything because right. what Nationwide was doing was looking at Miss Johnson as she logged on to websites across the town or the county or the country trying to answer the question of, am I paying too much, right? And so what what the the direct writers at the time have done and continue to do is they access over 55,000 websites and that could be agent websites any public facing websites these could be quote engines these could be carrier engines these could be um independent agencies across the street engines right but all of those urls and those terms and conditions that we click a, agree to allow us to be monitored and so what Nationwide was telling you is Miss Johnson was on some insurance zebra rhino hippo thing last night and was looking for a quote. And, uh -huh. and that service from LexisNexis and really the big data companies became a paid service to, to direct writers to say, hey, listen, uh, independent agents, they're never going to get there. So let's just go pick their pockets with all their customers and get going on that. And so very simply... We're doing that now too and offering that for independent agents. So if you think about the three tenants of NEON, our focus is data into money, which is where we're going to talk about, CRM into AMS, and I mean all AMS, and then services into workflows that power our people. So if you think about your CRM or if you think about your contact data, what's it doing right now, Howell? Nothing. It's just sitting in an AMS doing nothing right now. And so what we now allow with NEON Alerts to do is say, hey, export that list into neon alerts we'll code it to your agency we'll upload it to the big data companies and when one of your customers related to home auto life medicare and individual health goes online just like miss johnson was um, we can notify you that that there's in-market shopping behaviors happening and the data is shocking so it'll not only say miss johnson is out shopping on statefarm.com at 10.36 p.m. about a homeowner's, mm. Mm. right? And so now to your point, you can play your aw shucks anywhere in the USA. Like, hey, Ms. Johnson, I just wanted to do a discount review with you because you know what? I've been a bad agent and I haven't thought about yep. you enough. And so I just want to review your policy. And so now Neon Alerts can let you know that Scott's in market and that that there, there's a buying behavior going on. And I think what's different about that is all of us, and I've been at, I've been at tons of conferences with with Bradley over the last ten years where people are like, "Hey, you need MPS." It's like MPS is a generic score on on a customer's sentiment, and from there you can try and figure something out. Then the next wave was, "Hey, we have uh, intuitive analytics that might give you a strong indication of something that may or may not happen with a customer." And the bottom line is where the big dogs have always been hunting is just tell me when they're shopping because then 100%. I'll do something. Now, if you think about that, now you take that latent data that's doing nothing right now, you export it into uh, those databases, and now you, you can get a meaningful bump on retention. You can work with customers that are in market as opposed to just reviewing all renewals, and you can focus your efforts at a lower cost per transaction on taking care of customers. I'll pause there. So I have a few questions. Uh, you triggered me with the NPS. We're going to circle back to that because I've yet to make that point on the podcast. I appreciate the fact that you follow my Twitter now. I know that. Um, so so mobile shopping alerts. So, so, so in essence, if you're an agent, you can upload your contacts and Neon mm -hmm. will tell you if one of your customers is shopping. Is is kind of the right. the it would just it's, it's it's a big deal, guys. Like like the captive carriers have had this. Who else has had this set? I know maybe Allstate. Allstate's a big buyer. Uh, State Farm's a big buyer. Nationwide was doing it, and even some care independent carriers have dabbed yeah. their toe in a little bit. But but basically, it's been the direct marketplace. But you guys and and, and honestly, like so like I think I think. This started. You started really hearing about this, at least in my area, a few years ago. And 
I kept thinking like somebody's going to do this on the independent side. Somebody's yep. going to do this on the independent side. And I'm so happy that you guys did it. So a few questions. Do I have to be on neon to take advantage of this? No, um, okay. you can upload as a non-neon customer and we can still provide this service. It's a good get to know you. So if you're listening to this, you guys, you, you don't, you don't have to be on neon to use this. Number two, is this just personal or is it personal and commercial? What's the, what's the makeup of that? Just personal. So if you can imagine contact data associated to account, uh, commercial account is very tough to do. Right, Most right. form fills are out there. So is that stuff out there? It is. It takes a lot more compression and data yep. and analytics and it's very expensive. So yep. the real use case here is for your personal lines of business, all lines of personal lines. And I would just add to that, we will also show you, if you want, we'll show you who's looking for real estate, so who's about to buy a house, who's looking for an agent, who's That's on Zillow. Going next, yeah. And then we will also show you which one of your customers is in market for a refinance, a, a HELOC, or, uh, or a new mortgage on that. And our use case with this is to say, hey, all of a sudden now, you can look at your book of business. You can know when a mortgage or real estate referral is about to happen, and you can reach out to a customer or a a valuable referral partner for your agency and say, hey, we monitor our book. If anybody's looking for mortgage, refi, real estate, we can let you know and start sending business back your way. Yeah, to kind of add to that, I mean, that's one of the that's one of the best benefits to a referral partner for working with you is Huge. being able to say, hey, I know Mr. Jones is refinancing with Rocket why don't you come in? Because that customer, they have so many days to shop that rate without it being like more than one hit on their credit. And you yep. can give them a low rate. That mortgage lender is super pumped, right? But you can also do the reverse, I imagine, with this too, Seth. Reach out to Miss Jones. Hey, I see you're refined. Who are you working with? I'm working with Bob Smith. You call Bob Smith. Bob Smith is the mortgage lender. He's impressed to death that not only A, you're yep. staying on top of your customers like this, but B, then you can give him that pitch and be like, hey, if I have a customer that's that's working with with one of these big conglomerates that's that's that does not have local loan officers and they're telling the customer they're gonna close in 14 days and it's really gonna be 44, I can send them to you as well and you can actually get this done. Well, hello there. Guys, excuse me for interrupting your regularly scheduled podcast, but I'm here today to get you out of aggregator and cluster jail. This may be the most important message I've ever delivered on the Insurance Guys podcast. Guys, are you a member of a cluster or an aggregator? Does your contract have exit fees, termination payments, buyback provisions? It's time to get your freedom back and do what we did here at iProtect Insurance. Join the AC the future of aggregators in our industry. Best decision we've ever made, guys. Best decision we've ever made. No entry fees, small $200 a month membership fee, over 50 plus carriers for direct appointments. And by the way, new ones coming on board each and every month. You keep 100% of your commissions, profit sharing every year. Guys, we have made in the last two years, each year, our agency has made over $100,000 in profit sharing. Here's the best part, guys. And this is the part I'm the most passionate about. No termination or exit fees. You give the AC 60 days notice and you're free. You go get direct appointments wherever you want. There's no buyback provisions, no exit clauses. Guys, if you're a member of another aggregator, and you have termination fees, buyback provisions, exit clauses, every single policy you write, you're digging that hole just a little bit deeper. And one day you're not going to be able to get out of it. It's going to be too much. You're going to be taking out a second mortgage on your home to try to get out of a cluster group. Unbelievable. Guys, go to acfree.org. That's acfree.org and register. Find out why over 650 agencies and $3 billion in premium have chosen the AC. And guys, here's the best part. But wait, there's more. Mention the Insurance Guys podcast when you talk to these guys and you get six months. That's six months of no membership fee just by mentioning 
the Insurance Guys podcast. Go today, www.acfree.org, and let me help you get your freedom back. Have a great day. I have a question. Yeah. Yes, sir. I, I just thought of this. Bradley's never said something that I agree with more because the whole reason that a referral partner might want to continue to give you business and it also allows you to stay top of mind with them is you could partner with somebody and say, Hey, I know normally then, you know, uh, not a whole lot I can give you back related to, uh, potential customers for you. Well, that game is now changed because out of my 2000 personal lines customers, I'm now able to see when the light switch gets turned on and they start, start shopping for a mortgage. Now I can give hand that over to you for you to call on them and see if you can get in the game. But here was my question. What now keeps us from being able to say, I have an affluent area in a particular zip code drilled down by street through something like, uh, what's the lead source that we, what was it called? Insurance. I uh, know, uh, uh, Cole X dates, Cole X dates and take a first insurance. Take a, sponsor. T- yep. Take a sub section of, of, let's say 500 prospects that we can pull, pull out and, and create an Excel spreadsheet for, that has name, address, maybe even phone number, if they're not on the do not call list, give those to you and say, hey, let me know when one of these 500 people looking for a mortgage. You you literally pulled that. That was exactly what I was thinking. What keeps us from doing that? Nothing. So, um, and our first, our first neon that went live on the product was like, literally is like, hey, uh, how much, right? So you're going to ask me how much, two bucks a household per year. Right. Okay. Two bucks a household per year. And frankly, um, every carrier should be co-oping this service. So I would think if you want this service, just reach out to your co-op. It's the best retention tool you could possibly buy. Mm. So let's get that thing co-op and we will, we will monitor your book of business. If you co-op it, we will monitor your customers with our agency. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so now let's say two bucks a year to monitor a household. But the very first agent was like, wait a second, I've got about 3,000 leads that we've quoted uh-huh. in the last few years with all of the information that we need on that. Absolutely upload that list and we can give you notification when that customer is in market. What's shocking? 15% hit rate. Yeah. So if you wow. give me 1,000 customers, I give you 150 a month of, of returns of customers or prospects in market looking for alternate products than they have with your agency or in the market in general. So can I pay you $4 per household to keep all my competitors from buying this? <laughs> Just kidding. They're not going to do it anyway. They're well, then Scott's going to change my introduction on uh, my next appearance too. This is the greediest guy in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, So I think it's, it's so awesome. Like, like how did you guys pull this off? Like, yeah, because I called Lexus Nexus years ago. And try, I, I remember that. I, yeah, I called Lexus Nexus and I said, boys and girls, listen to me. And I had like five people on this conference call with Lexus Nexus. And I said, look, if y'all can help me crack this code, what we're going to do, we're going to buy a helicopter. We're going to buy a private island somewhere off the coast of the Bahamas. Uh, we're all going to be so rich that we'll just be swimming around in money like Scrooge McDuck. And you you see how far I got with that. They had all the reasons why they couldn't work with me independently. Obviously, you've cracked that code. How'd you do it? Yeah, it's a, here's here's um, and I hope this speaks to the mission of Neon and Be Atomic. It's volume. So any one of us goes to the big data carriers and says, "Hey, my name's Bradley. Um, I really want to do this," and they're like, "Awesome! Give me a million bucks and I'll do it." Right? And you're like, "Wait a second, I can't do that." And so these are these are volume plays where we as independent agents. Are are constantly left out because of independence. And I'll go back to what I always say is we fundamentally screwed up independence and we said we want to do everything ourselves. Mm-hmm. What we should be is independent to our community. We should look different, sound different, our expertise, our knowledge and all that stuff. But we should be scaling like direct writers behind the things on the things that are in common. And this is an area where independent agents share the same mission, which is to retain our customers and service our customers better. And so we just went to him and said, hey, Hey, consider us 
a, a million contacts already and growing, consider us a volume play on that and allow us to distribute the product fractionally. And, yeah. you know, there's there's five different big data players out there. So to bring them all together at one table and make something like it happen just took a lot. But it goes to our mission of data into money. There's data in our systems. How can we turn it into cash? We talked in the beginning, I can show you your expenses and reduce them. Let's take your, your contact data, turn them into retention. And then let's take other parts of it and turn it into lower cost services. So let's use data to make ourselves better. And it's it's by coming together as independent agents that we can really maintain our independence. Well, I think what happens too, Seth, is independent agents make a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. And what happens is I think a lot of folks are making good money and they put their fingers in their ears and don't pay attention to what the competition's doing. I've said this for years that the agents that really get hurt with InsureTech, when InsureTech does, you know, I'm talking like direct to consumer and like lemonade type stuff. The agents yeah. that really get hurt are the ones that have their fingers in their ears going la, 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 not paying attention to it. You don't necessarily need to take action on what they're doing, but just pay attention to what they're doing. And I'll give you an example of this, man. Like I spoke to a group, you, you will, you're going to fall out of your chair when I tell you this. I spoke to a group of 400 independent agents, mostly agency owners. Well, I'd say 50-50 agency owners, employees. It was and not at the Alabama Big Eye, by the way, it definitely, guys. Definitely, it was not there. Definitely it was, was not the Alabama Big Eye. It was somewhere else. Go ahead. And I, I said, hey, who here? And I, I was going into how we use our CRM. I said, who here is using a CRM? And explained what it was. Who here is using a CRM that is not your agency management system? Do you know how many hands went up out of 400? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Okay. None. Now, I'm granted, there's probably a few people in there who weren't paying attention to me because I'm not, I'm not, not boring. But, but, uh, but I think that's another example of like, hey, like things are great. We're making money. We're growing, even though we're just taking clients from carrier A and moving them to carrier B and rates are going up. That's why we're growing. But, you know, why, why do we need a CRM? Yeah. You know, why do I need this? But in reality, what's happening by ignoring what some of the direct writers and the direct-to-consumer carriers are doing is they're slowly chipping away at that lead that we have on the marketplace about being the best in class for that customer. And eventually, one day, I'm afraid we're going to look up and we're going to be like, oh, crap. Like, all of a sudden, this is the best way to buy insurance. Yeah, well, and, and let me correct something Bradley said. Bradley said independent agents make a lot of money. That's correct. You're right about that. They do. Independent agents also deal with a truck shit ton of yeah, problems too. For sure. Mo money, mo problems, folks. If you want problems, yeah. become an independent insurance agent because you'll get plenty of them on a daily basis. Well, so, it goes back to like what I've told told people too is like, hey, if, if your goal is to make a lot of money selling insurance in the short term, as in 15 years or less, mm -hmm. You need to go to work for an independent agent. So you don't need to start one. Uh -huh. <laughs> if if your goal is to make a lot of money in the long term and be poor in the short run, start an independent uh -huh. agency. And and, and and those problems will be worse or better depending on the quality of the people you have working in your agency. And oh, by the way, does not matter the quality of the people that you have working in your independent agency. Because as the little guy off of the uh, show Price is Right, you remember the yodeler that goes up the hill? And he keeps going up the hill. The further you go up the hill, the more problems you're going to have, whether you've got good people or not. But if you do have good people, they will be well, less, but you're still going to have more of them the further up the hill you climb. It's like the whole money argument. Like, dude, I remember being, I think I was 22 years old. And I remember exactly where I was sitting. I was on my couch and I thought to myself, I was like, man, and this was like starting to get some bills, uh -huh. truck payment, you know, that sort of thing. Might have had a kid on the way. I can't remember. And I thought, man, if I could just make $70,000 a year, that's all I need. I remember. And then you get there and you're like, if I could just make 120. <laughs> Dude, I remember sitting at my desk as an associate agent with State Farm my first year. And I thought to myself, man. If I could one day be an independent insurance agent with a $2 million book of business, I would be the happiest guy in the world. I'd be, I'd be set for life. Yeah. Is that not crazy that yeah. you think like that? 
and, and, and here we get, are today. And then you get there and you are, I mean, yeah, you get there and you're like, oh no, this is not what I thought <laughs> oh, it was. Shit. Hey, well, Seth, I, I got, I got a question I, for you. Can I talk about that for a second though? Can please, I, please, yeah, please, yeah, please. Yeah. Anytime an old pipe fitter wants to say something, I shut the hell up. Go ahead. Yeah. So it, there's a fundamental flaw in how we operate, which is, which took me even a minute to figure out how to talk about the value of neon too. And what you, what you really talked about there in front of those 400 agents is like, Hey, who's, who's looking at the right system for the business and making it operate zero, not because they're not smart people, but because it just wasn't built that way. And so right. our systems weren't meant to talk that way, or we've got systems systems out there there's like hey we do everything so you don't have to do anything which i mean how many el caminos do you see where it's like hey uh neither uh both is neither right so like if you're a pickup truck in a car you're neither of them right Dude, and so right. an el camino is still an el camino yeah <laughs> <laughs> right or a subaru brat right and so we got a bunch of el caminos driving around or we got a bunch of disconnected stuff sitting on different ends of the county and so when you when I talk about the importance of data into money, I think we just validated how important that is. Um, secondly, CRM into AMS is a big part of solving this. Easy connections that go together is an important part of making all this work. And let's face it, a couple of years ago, it wasn't there. I wasn't there. We weren't there as a product. But now, I mean, look at that. I mean, uh, Neon has Varuna. We have Hawksoft. We have two other AMSs in the next 12 months. And I just assume that every AMS is going to connect into Neon in the next 36 to 48 months. I mean, literally, they're out there saying, hey, we're open. Like, come on. Yeah. So now you have someone out there who, with the, I mean, the independent insurance agent brain who understands the connectivity issues and how to do it with a marketplace that's saying, yeah, let's bring it all together. Now you start to weaponize these things and we can turn it into a profitable system for independent agents because let's face it, independent agents figured out how to make payroll. We figured out how to keep our carriers happy. What the hardest thing to do for an independent agent is, is actually invest in the business and pay yourself. Well, and the reason is because we're not getting the margins out of the business. We've gotten to a really good place, I feel like, in this industry from a technology standpoint. And we still have a ways to go, but we've gotten to a really good place that that if you're not on applied, most of the systems will pretty much integrate with most of the tools. A lot of, and that's not a knock to applied, like, you know, they do their thing, but- and they, so and they still, connected to applied in the next 12 yeah, and, to 24 and still, months. I, I, yeah. And even yeah. they integrate to some degree, but, yeah. but it's, but we've gotten to a good place where a lot of companies have gotten somewhat self-aware, whether they believe it or not, that, or at least aware, whether they believe it or not, that, Hey, just because we can build an e-signature platform or just because we have an e-signature platform, doesn't mean that's what's best for the agent. Hey, let's, Let's, I feel like we've gotten to a point where all these tech companies, like they're really good in their silo and the thing that they do really well. And then, Hey, let's build an integration with a company that does this other thing really well. And, and where we've gotten to is that's a win for the agent. As long as all of that stuff does what it needs to do. Now, integration for the sake of integration is, is, is not good. Like you have to, you have to be very specific in what those two platforms do with each other. But we've gotten to a good spot, I think, where I can pretty much make any system I want to deal with. You know, I, I can go to the best e-signature vendor. I can go to the best certificate management. I can go to the best CRM. I can go to the best managed system and I can make all those tools work together, which is better for my agency. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does, except for what, 80 to 90 percent of independent agents are not Bradley Flowers and don't understand how to use the digital duct tape to get those systems to work. I think that's where it comes down to relying on that those particular vendors to help you do that. I'm not talking right. about Zapier. I'm talking about Agency Zoom having a direct integration with Hawksoft or right. Hawksoft having right. a direct and I'm not talking about I'm not talking about wire working things so they work. I'm talking about direct, hey, we work with this company. Right. Right. Can yeah. I talk about, can I just say what, why that matters so much? Um, and, and this is not something I could have done on any of my prior appearances on your podcast is I couldn't have clearly defined what the opportunities for independent agents are. The independent agent, the data clearly shows, owns the transaction. The moment a customer wants something and a CSR producer has to do something and a carrier or technology partner must fulfill it. 
We have never thought of that as our product. We've always thought of it as a process. We literally put manuals in there or we, we, we do workflow charts and all that stuff. By productizing it in a CRM, which is what we've done, now you own that transactions. How many times did it happen? What does it tell me about the customer? What does it tell me about the CSR producer? What does it tell me about my carrier or technology partner? And how can I, with the one thing I control, which is that request and the ability to do something about it, how can I optimize my margin? And that's really the opportunity for agents to think about what they truly own and how to weaponize it for margin and for customer experience and for carrier partner efficiency. Mm. And if you think about that, it's happening inside of your agent. Zinc will do 28,000 service requests this year, an average of $19. So we're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. Any dollar we can save off of that 28,000 means we put net margin in our pocket. We own the transaction. We ought to start acting like it. And that's what Neon does. It says, hey, you own this thing. Let's put it in a process. Let's make data with it so you make money. Let's connect it to your AMS so you can be a functional insurance agent. And then let's put these services into workflows that are efficient for the organization and make money for Bradley, Scott, and Seth. All right. Two more questions. $2 per household. Is that a one-time charge is it how, how does the 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 breakdown of that because i know people are wondering okay do i pay like when it renews do i pay all at once do i pay at the end of the year how does that how does that work yeah so load a list to us it's two dollars for a year so load it in um typically what we tell people is load in every six months there's not that much changing in an insurance agency however we, we can target certain types of things on that to, to change the list over time so let's say carrier announces a big rate request well let's load in those care those customers okay. because something coming so what i would just say is load in we'll monitor for a year you can always update it as you go but we keep track of that on our side it's two bucks per household per year give me a thousand contacts in any version it'll cost you two thousand dollars yeah okay second question i'm an agent listen to this i want to sign up where do i go yeah go to beatomic.com i'll, I'll I will have an insurance guys uh, podcast link on there. You can talk to myself or Pat West and we'll get you signed up on it. Got yeah, I think, I think what we're going to do guys, if you want to sign up for this, I, I, I hope Seth is okay with this. If he's not, we'll figure something out. Beatomic.com forward slash insurance guys, G U Y S Beatomic.com forward slash insurance guys. If you'll go there, you should be able to instantly get in touch with Pat or, or Seth and those guys over there to go ahead and start the process of getting all your personal lines customers loaded to them. They will turn around and start sending you uh, what I call the secret shopper list, uh, I guess, on a daily, weekly basis. I'm not sure exactly how that works, Seth. How's daily. 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 And be prepared for your best friend. Be prepared for your best friend to be stepping out on you bro don't uh, when you think i did this i one of my uh, i did there's five guys they'll never shot me first day one of them shot me i'll be down hey seth before we go i got one more question for you we are now 45 minutes away from a blue blood carrier that we all know that rhymes with the word nationwide to hold a conference call that i'm supposed to be on i'm not sure if i'll be on it or not if not i'll have one of my staff member uh, em, uh employees be on that call central or 12 believe it's 12 north. central might be 12 eastern i'm not sure that are they're going to make an announcement we need one of your people on there that way we know what they said okay i'll make sure that happens that announcement supposedly allegedly is going to be nationwide is now stopping the sale of all personal lines insurance across all states in the United States of America for the remainder of 2023. They are putting a pause on all new business sales for the remainder of this year. We are in uncharted water right now relative to things like that seemingly happening on a weekly basis. What are your thoughts about all this? Well, I guess it illustrates that if we don't take care of ourselves, nobody else will, right? And so the fact that we're independent means that any number of unknown or or known variables affect what we do and we have zero control because we chose to be independent. So when it's working, we're we're walking around conferences with, with skinny jeans and sports coats talking about how much we know and everything. And when it changes, 
we find out who the real deal players are in this space. And so being an expert operator of your business is more important than ever. You tell me that, I didn't know that. Um, am I shocked? No, but here's a perfect example of what do I know about my nationwide customers? How often do they call? Are they shopping? What's going on? How will I message all of them in this moment, right? This system, system, systems, right? And then what impact does it have on my business? How can I get data to book roll or to do things or to make play defense on stuff? All of that comes down to what kind of operator I am. And, and I mean, since the day I started, it's been about let's be better operators for ourselves, for our people, for our customers, and then for our carriers. And, and I think that just illustrates how what the stakes are now, man. I mean, the game is changing. We saw it over the last couple of years with 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 mergers and acquisitions. Now we're seeing things like this and your readiness will determine your ability to succeed. And I guess I, I want to be there to help any brother or sister in that moment to be better for themselves. We love you, Seth. I love you. Thank love you. you. Thank you for being a uh, bright, shining light in this industry to help these agents any way you can. Uh, I appreciate you so much. I'm going to shut this thing down now. Guys, let me say this. Uh, Seth has talked about a lot of things today. He said something that really spoke to me. He said, we should be independent in our communities. As I end every podcast, rewards come from action, not discussion. Get your ass out from behind that desk today. We live in very, what's the word I'm looking trying for? By trying times right now. We live in very trying times. We have a lot going on. We have a lot of things that we need to be keeping up with. There was somebody at that conference, I believe it was Spencer, mm -hmm. uh, that mentioned one thing he does that I want to implement in my agency because it's so hard to keep up with every carrier and what they're doing is he assigns one carrier to one agency staff person to keep up with. I'd have to have 45 people to do that. And I think for at least your blue blood carriers or maybe the top five carriers that you have in your agency in terms of policy premium, maybe you should start assigning each carrier, each one of your top five or 10 carriers to one person to let them keep up with all the updates that are going on with that idea. carrier. And that's something that I'm going to try to do in our agency um, there's a lot to keep up with. There's a lot to, um, you know, look at. And I think that the secret shopper list that Seth has talked about today in a time where we have so much rate unstabilization, if that's a word, it's probably more important than ever to stay on top every day of those people that are secret shopping you and getting ready to get a quote from somewhere else. So Hope you guys will consider doing this. I'm not telling you you have to. Not telling you not to. I'm telling you to at least look, take a look at it. I'd, I'd send a, a, a few hundred to a few thousand clients just to see how it goes. Yeah, if you want to dip your toe in the water, take 200 people in your agency if you've got that many. Take 200 personal lines clients. Send them to Seth. See how it goes. Then you can make a decision whether you want to send him the other 2000 or whatever. But I would definitely take a hard look at this as I end every podcast. Make money for your family, for your wife, for your kids' college fund, for your parents and your, and your in-laws that are struggling out there. My mission, Seth's mission, Bradley's mission is very simple. We want you to live the life that you deserve to live. We want you to have the freedom that we know you deserve to have. Go write good business for the companies that you represent and go write good business for the agencies that you represent. Bradley Flowers, I love you. Love you too, buddy. Seth, Thanks, Seth. I love you, brother. Love you guys. Hey, I'm going to be in touch real soon, I promise. We're on the back end of what we've been working on at my agencies. All right. I'll, I'll be in touch soon. Guys, you were listening to the Insurance Guys podcast, and we love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for being a part of our family. I, if you didn't get something out of this today, I don't know what the hell to tell you to do. Thank you, though. Thank you for being a part of it. And we'll see you back here real soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at scott at iprotectinsurance.com. 
And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to portalinsurance.com or email him at bradley at portalinsurance.com. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening to our show and being a part of our family. And we look forward to seeing you again next week on the next episode of the Insurance Guys podcast. Take care.